Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year as a business owner. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes, expert guests, and interviews with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. So I have been thinking a lot about the online industry, like the online business industry. I think back in the day when people talked about entrepreneurship, it wasn't the state of what entrepreneurship is right now when it comes to being an online entrepreneur. Back in the day, I think it was understood that being an entrepreneur was hard work and it took a lot of determination and hard work and consistency and perseverance and time for success to happen. And if you don't know, my background in marketing has a lot to do with startups. And with startups, it's known that to become a unicorn is rare. It's rare to be a billion dollar valuated company really early on in your business. And it's understood that that is because someone came up with a very unique thing and it was marketed really well and they got enough traction over time to become something big. But with the online entrepreneurship industries, it seems as if the idea is that success, like six-figure years and five-figure months is something that's meant to happen quickly. And that is what's successful and it should be happening fast. And if it's not happening fast for you, then you're missing that one cool trick that you should have thrown out there. And that was going to be the magic to you having success really quickly. So everyone online is racing to have the six-figure year, five-figure month, and they're having a hard time really focusing on the amount of discipline that it requires. Because essentially what's happening that I keep noticing is that if things don't go as well as the online entrepreneur expected in a very ridiculously short period of time, their determination and perseverance is all like out the window and they're not really trying anymore. They go, they've moved on to the next hottest, latest trend to see if that thing will be their ticket to fame, their ticket to some quick success, their, their ticket to that six figure year that they've been aiming for, for all the five fucking seconds, (laughs) excuse my French, but it annoys me right now. So I want to have a conversation today about the fact that Successful high ticket marketing actually requires discipline and not the popularity that it seems like so many people are seeking. And I'm going to keep talking about the unnecessary goal of popularity in the online space. One thing that is certain is that to be an online entrepreneur does not require you to be an influencer. And Typically, when someone wants to be an entrepreneur, they're not thinking about being an influencer. They're not thinking about showing up and selling anything other than what it is that they do. You know, a traditional entrepreneur is selling expertise. They're selling a product. They're selling something that they actually specifically had their hand in, right? And showing up on social media is a marketing tool that is meant to progress the goals of the business, 
And I feel like there's a blurred line between what is the business and what is self. And so I want you as an online entrepreneur to self-reflect right now, if you will, with me. And what I want you to reflect on is what it is that you actually really want to accomplish in your business when it comes to growth and marketing and sales. If your goal is to influence people to make a buying decision about random things, then be an influencer because that's really fun. You can get paid really well to market whatever it is that you feel like putting your name behind. But if your goal as an entrepreneur is to grow your business and to push your service or your product that you've created specifically out there, then your goal is to become a successful CEO or a successful service provider. It isn't to be popular. It isn't to be an influencer. So for the people who are like, oh yeah, I'm not trying to just sell a bunch of random things and take a bunch of pictures. If you're not leveraging social media for those reasons, then you are in the right place. Influencers, y'all are cool. Nothing against you. But my conversation in my podcast is specifically for people who are trying to leverage social media to market as a tool for marketing their business to grow their actual business, not just to grow their personal brand. If your personal brand is to be a professional speaker, then hey, stick around here because that's good, right? But if your goal is to be a personal brand that's going to be like the next fitness and beauty influencer, fashion influencer. Yeah, that's not, I'm not here to help you right now. I'm sorry. But for my people who are like, no, I want to be a successful CEO. I understand that social media is a tool that I should specifically be leveraging to market my business and my services. How do I use it better than come? Let's, let's have a little chat here because We need to reframe why we're showing up on social media and what it is that we're going to be looking at as a means for judging the success of our business and the success of our marketing efforts. What I need you to understand when I'm talking about discipline, marketing is meant to be something that grows as you get more information. It develops and it morphs into something more successful with the more intelligence that it's being fed. Something that's kind of out there right now that you're always going to hear about is like the algorithm. I want you to think of your marketing efforts as an algorithm as well. So if you don't know, algorithms like social media algorithms, the Instagram algorithm, Google's algorithm, all of their search and crawling tools that, you know, all these things, these computers, these programs that are really listening and watching everything that we do, they're all following an algorithm. And that algorithm is putting together a bunch of information and then coming up with, or they're recommending, or they're providing you with information based on what they know to be true as the things that you care about. So these algorithms for Instagram or Facebook, they're watching all the stuff that you like and engage with and watch, and they want to feed you more of that so that Ultimately, you'll stay on the app longer and you'll recommend it to your friends. You'll play around and talk to your friends all day. You'll spend all your time on their apps. You need to think about your marketing like that and you need to become your own. Your marketing algorithm needs to be something that is listening and watching your ideal clients, your most aligned, qualified people who you'd want to work with. You need to see how they're moving and acting and behaving out there and see what they're saying, what they're struggling with, what their needs are, what their goals are, how they're feeling deep down inside. And you need to take that information and then 
leverage that to communicate better with them about how you can help them. And that's going to take time. If you just heard me speak, it might've even gone over your head what I was saying because it actually is something that's meant to take time. Research takes time. Building trust takes time. Building brand authority takes time. Marketing is actually meant to be something that progressively gets more intelligent and grows over time, but it's not something that's just going to, you're just gonna pop up and do well. So many of you are so hard on yourself with, oh, my launch didn't go well. Well, it's because your marketing intelligence needs a little bit of work. It might not have even been what you've done to market. Right now, what you're thinking you have to do is have a lead magnet and some marketing funnel and a big following or a huge email list. You think you need to spend hours hanging out in DMs and watching Facebook groups and you think you need to have discounts and flash sales and beta prices and freemium and bonuses. Launching and and all of the things that you need to do to market your offers It doesn't need to be complicated. In my entry-level coaching program, Revolutionary Brand, I don't even talk about lead magnets or any of that stuff because it's not necessary. At the baseline and the fundamentals of what it is that you need to learn to do when it comes to marketing is to talk about your offer in a way where people actually get it. And this requires some discipline on your end, discipline to actually do the market research to deeply understand the most qualified aligned buyer. Because then once you understand who those people are, you have to have the discipline to learn to be a good storyteller and have the ability to take that aligned person from the point of frustration to the point of empowerment to make a buying decision because they were finally clearly and thoroughly informed thanks to your marketing content. You need to have the discipline to build up brand authority. And brand authority just means you're building up a recognition in an industry or on a particular topic that you are the go-to for information on that topic or in that industry. And you need to make sure that you're showcasing your, you know, the fact that you really understand that topic or you have a very unique process on that topic so that people can trust and believe that you're an expert and that whatever your promises will actually happen for them because now they feel like they can trust you. And lastly, you really need to have the discipline to build a trustful and connected you know, relationship with people and specifically where they actually interact and see you. So video content, like everybody's telling you guys that video content's a thing. You know, I'm only always ever talking about video content. You need to either be doing video content or networking in person. And I don't know about you, but the winter's coming up and I'm not about to be out here hanging out with people during flu season, not knowing if it's flu or, or the COVIDs. I said the COVIDs and I added an S because I'm ignorant and I'm frustrated that it's still here. So I'm going to call it silly things. I call it the panorama right now. Like we're in a panorama. We're worried about the COVIDs. I'm not going to network in person. So for the most part, I need to be connecting with people online. And so do you. I know a lot of you are in countries where you guys are still on heavy lockdown. I'm in the U.S. I'm in the South. They don't care about nothing down here. I have the shot or whatever, but I still have concerns about it. So in my mind, it's like, I really need to step up my online game. And I keep telling you guys that that's going to happen through video content. How I want you to think about all of what I just said, though, is when it comes to discipline and marketing, and then I'm going to give you some ideas of what you can do, is that you have to remember that 
all of the things that I mentioned requires time, like building that connection and video. And so many people are like, okay, I know you say video, but why? And I, I had this example that I gave on my Instagram account. And I said, think about it like this. Would you hire a salaried employee? Like say you were the employer, like uh, say you worked for like a really big company, like you worked for Target, but Target corporate. And you were going to have someone be the person who approves all of Target's commercials. And I don't know if you know or you pay attention, but Target has really good commercials. It always makes you feel good. They always have people who look like everyone. You know, it's it's diversified. It's, you know, it's it's equality. It's everything. So I'm like, oh, they obviously have a good team behind their commercials. But imagine if Target just hired some person to run that and um, for the whole like global corporation, sight unseen, like never interviewed them, never, never met them. That wouldn't happen, right? Most people wouldn't marry someone who they themselves or their family hadn't vetted out and seen and interacted with. I do know that there are still plenty of places that have arranged marriages, but your father or your family has vetted that other person's family and that person out for you. So it's very common to do research prior, right? And people, like you wouldn't buy a home without at least some sort of a tour, whether it's a virtual tour or an in-person tour, you wouldn't just buy a house. You also probably wouldn't buy it without that tour and that inspection. There's a lot of things that we wouldn't compromise on connecting with first prior to making a lifelong or big purchase or long-term decision. So the fact that you guys aren't making sure that when it comes to marketing, that you're doing your due diligence so that people can feel compelled and that they can trust making a commitment to you to spend thousands of dollars on whatever your service is or your program, the fact that you're not willing to build that trust and expecting that that trust needs to be built over time. I'll give you some information like about my business. A lot of times when I work with people, like you guys see me getting clients every single month. Like it's not a doubt, no doubt Letitia always gets a new client. You are, I'm always onboarding someone. But if I actually look at the facts behind who those people are, I'll notice a few things. I'll go and see that person's name in my system from something that I did months ago. Or they'll say, oh, I've been watching your videos for months. I've, I've, I remember you last year. People that have purchased, especially like my higher price things, and if you don't know this, my offers range between $4,000 and $10,000. And so people have invested lots of money in working with me. And when I get information about like how they found out about me, it's always because they've been following me for a while, getting to know me, feeling connected over time, and they finally made that purchase. That's something for you to recognize. What if I didn't dedicate my time to continue to do this marketing every month? If I mix, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't get these clients. So many of you are struggling to get clients every single month. Every time you launch, you're not, it's not going well. Yeah, you can sell your 997 thing, but damn you, if you can, it's hard for you to sell that $5,000 program. It's because you refuse to build that connection. I had clients in a program and they were going through some launches and I'm like, well, how is it going? Well, can I ask you, um, do you really know your followers? They're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, do you actually know your followers? Like the people who follow you and engage with you, do you know them? They're like, well, not really. I mean, they follow me, but I don't really know them. 
And I asked them, I'm like, how do you expect them to trust to buy your VIP day if they don't, if you don't even know them, if you're not engaging with them outside of the fact that they're maybe saying something to you? How are they to really get to know you? What is it about your content that makes them feel connected? And their responses, both of them were like, nothing, really. They don't have any reason to feel connected to me. I'm not really building any relationships. I really honestly don't know them. And they didn't have a reason as to why. And that's when I kind of pointed out, like, you have to start working on that. And these people were designers and I get it, like designers and creatives, like they're behind the scenes and they want to stay that way. But I'm like, you can't stay behind the scenes when you're a service provider or a coach and you know that that's who I'm typically working with because you are the business. At some point they need to meet you. And there are so many other yous. Like as much as we'd like to think that we're unique, we're not that damn unique when it comes to the eyes of like the average consumer. When they hear all of us getting online talking, they all they hear us all saying the same shit. It's not until we start to really get tight on our message and getting really clear and telling better stories that people really figure out, oh, there is a difference between so-and-so. I actually had a client the other day. I have a good example of this. In Revolutionary Brand right now, I have two clients that both deal with like systems and operations. But one person is like the implementer, the person who actually implements the systems and sets it up. And then the other person is like the planner, the strategist, the consultant that actually figures out how to take all the thoughts that that person has and then put pen to paper and map out what the processes needs to be. And then that person can either hire it out or do it themselves. Both of the clients have very important roles, but they both have very clear differences. But to the average person, if I heard them both talking prior to us working together, I would think that they both did the same thing, but they don't. And right now you're thinking, well, there's a bunch of other coaches. There's a bunch of other social media managers or are all the other social media managers taking it from the angle that you're doing it? There are a bunch of people who can help you with launches and a bunch of people who can help you with messaging and marketing. But a lot of people follow me because of my very specific approach to marketing, my very specific beliefs on marketing and approach to marketing. You're not going to get that anywhere else. And you have to think about that's for you. And because there is something unique about you, people need time to warm up to understand what that is. And so if you don't have the self-discipline to keep showing up despite the low numbers of video views and the low numbers of comments or likes or hearts or shares or saves, if you refuse to keep showing up because that stuff is frustrating you, you're going to have a hard time getting to those more premium offers and marketing those successfully because that shit, the higher the price point, the more work you're going to have to put into really understanding how to communicate the value of it to other people. And it definitely requires discipline. I have shown up consistently like I'm currently showing up since probably last March. So it's been well over a year and a half of me just consistently just showing up on video with my message every single week, going in, sharing my beliefs, being transparent. I've been doing all that for months, over a year. I want you to know that every week, it's not like I want to do that. You know, for a while, I didn't want to keep showing up, feeling dumb showing up on a live with one eyeball. And half the time, it would be like no eyeballs watching me. 
I don't want to keep logging into my, you know, Facebook account and having basically nobody watch me there. I don't want to feel like that. But what I've noticed is that the fact that I keep showing up, people find me in all of those places. Every last one of them that I complain about showing up on, whether it's a reel that I thought would get thousands of views and it got like 500 or a live where just two eyeballs were watching me or an IGTV that only got 100 replays. Every time I see those numbers, it makes me feel like, oh, I wonder if it's always worth it. But then the next client that I get, they're like, man, I've been watching your videos for months. Those few eyeballs that you actually see are usually the, like if I get, if somebody's watching your IG live replay and you talked on for 48 minutes and like five people watched 48 minutes of you speaking, you're in a good position because that's five paying clients. If five people paid me for my top offer, I would make $50,000. If five people paid me for my lowest offer, I would still make $20,000. Five people. So many of you are disheartened by the lack of excitement and enthusiasm for you showing up, but you lack the enthusiasm and excitement to continue showing up yourself. Why do you expect people to be excited and trust that you're going to keep showing up day by day if you don't show up day by day? Every time you don't like the numbers or the metrics, if you stop showing up every time, then people are not going to show up for you either. So what I want you to do instead is to really, really think about how you can be more disciplined. So the discipline that I want you to focus on in order to successfully market your high ticket offers, the discipline that I need you to have is to show up every single week and market your offer, market the value, market the myths that you need to bust, market your expertise, market your background, market your client success stories, but show up every single week, no matter how many eyes. I actually wanna challenge you to not even look at the numbers for a week. Just show up. Don't care about, don't have any metrics in mind. Don't care how many people look. Show up every single day for like a week and see what happens. Just see what happens to your business, to your visibility. I want to challenge you to do that because I want you to start to work on discipline. It's kind of like for me going to the gym. It's hard for me to be disciplined to keep coming to the gym because I'm really not losing the weight fast enough. But I remember the one time that I was really disciplined and kept showing up. I kept going because my um, the trainer was really attractive. So it made it easier to go to the gym, you know, like eye candy. And the people were really nice. It felt like a little family. So every time we would show up, we would be like, hey, Susan, hey, Ashley, hey, Keisha. You know, it was the same people every single time. And so showing up actually just became fun because it was something that I had to look forward to. It was something that was a routine, so it was easy to do. But the other thing that happened is I got down to like a size four and I'm like a size six right now and eight, you know, depending most stores because I'm a little thick. So a size eight. And I hadn't been in a size four since college. So to get down to a size four, just from being disciplined and showing up and going to the gym, I was like, holy crap, I wasn't eating anything special. It's not like I was on a diet. I really was just going to the gym every single week, a couple of days a week, like three, four times a week. 
And it had never occurred to me that if I had just consistently gone to the gym that that could happen because I would go to the gym for maybe like a month and be done because I'm like, oh, this didn't work. But I probably did that for like four to six months straight of just going to the gym. And that discipline that I finally learned to have, and believe me, in the beginning, it wasn't fun. I didn't want to be there. I dreaded going. I complained while I was there. But then it started being easy. And then it went from being easy to actually being enjoyable. And then I saw the results. So the results made it way easier and way more exciting for me. That's how marketing is. Marketing is something that you have to push through in the beginning because it's going to feel like a waste of time. No one's looking at my videos. No one cares. My offer isn't selling. You know, I'm not having a five-figure launch. I didn't have a five-figure month. I thought I would. I did everything that Ashley did or Keisha did or Letitia did or Sarah did. Like I did all the stuff that she said to do. It didn't work. But just keep showing up anyway and see what happens because that discipline is going to be like going to the gym. Suddenly, that conditioning that you would have been doing on your body is going to be done on you. You're going to be conditioned to show up consistently every single week and your followers are going to be conditioned to show up and watch. They're going to be conditioned to show up and listen. And like muscle memory, they are going to be compelled to now start taking action because they're like, man, my girl showed up again. What she got today? Oh, a new offer. Maybe that other offer didn't work with some of those people, but now they're taking action. That's what happens with conditioning and consistency and discipline. So the first thing, like I said, is I want you to show up consistently every single weekday, if you can, in your business and market. Market yourself, market your offer, market your expertise, talk about, tell a story that your ideal client needs to hear, help them see why your thing is going to help them, actually shift their perspective, help them to see a better way. Because if you can do that consistently, and that if I can just challenge you to do it for a month straight without complaining, without negative thoughts, without being sad at the numbers, just show up. During the weekdays, like a normal business, Monday through Friday or whatever your business hours are, show up on those business hours and market yourself. And when you do that, I want to have you be disciplined enough to document things. Document the questions that are asked. Document the types of people who are showing up to your lives. Who are they? What do they do? What were the hearts that popped up when you said certain things on your live? Which of your IGTV videos got the most saved? Secret save, secret shares. Start documenting that stuff. When you finally get someone on a sales call, ask them questions and document their responses. I want to challenge you to even record the calls. I record all of my sales calls. You guys may not know that. I record all of my sales conversations and I actually ask them a set of questions and I document the responses to every single one of them. I'm doing that for a few reasons. One of the things that I hear on all of them is what they've tried that didn't work. I hear programs that people have tried and it didn't work. I can compare myself. Some of my competitors are in there. A lot of my competitors are in there. But another thing that I ask them is why me? Why my program? And they'll tell me things like it's the delivery. It's how you show up. It's your videos. I binge watched your stuff. I actually know people binge watch my stuff. It's how I came up with From Binge to Profit. I was like, what is it that everyone's binging? It's my IGTV videos. I started thinking about all the characteristics of what I was doing. And I put that into a course format because I know it's a good formula. That binge framework actually really works because people binge my stuff all the time, every day. 
every week, every month, every time I get a sale, there's at least one to two people that are like, I binged all your stuff. So I want you to have the discipline to build up an arsenal of content that people might want to binge for you. You can't do that if you don't keep showing up with the content though. And you can't remember or see or be able to get data if you're not collecting it. And data has to be collected over time. If you can have the discipline to start doing this stuff, what you're going to do is see a pattern. You're going to see a pattern of the type of person who wants to work with you. You're going to see a pattern of the type of questions that are being asked. And you're going to see a pattern of what it is that you need to be doing, what it is that you need to be saying. Because if you can follow the right pattern and actually make sure that people get that message, your marketing will actually be very easy for your high ticket offers. And those high ticket offers or whatever the price point will actually sell because you have now given yourself enough data to come out with the right content the first time that actually gets results. So if you can just have that discipline, because it is required if you want to be successful at marketing, if you can just have that discipline, instead of you losing the you know 20 pounds that I probably was losing, you can gain the 20 clients you need for the year to hit your annual income goals. And that is worth having discipline for. See you next time. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, or to show my guests and me some love, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. Talk to you next week.